Someone said, Uh-oh. Belief, can you do me a favor? Uh-oh. They said, Belief, can you do us all a favor Ooh. and continue do, to do the rap portion of it? Are <laughs> <laughs> you haters? <laughs> And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 157 of How, How Married, Married Are You? you? Okay, my name Belief. This is Eva, and we've been married 12, 12 years. years. Living in California, we got four, four kids. kids. Relationship scary, it's very necessary. We share our love with struggles. We ask, How, How Married, Married Are You? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shoddy. If you're listening, you're in a wedding, wedding party. party. It's okay if you want to put your hands up. You got the questions. We got the answers. It's chocolate baby story time. Chocolate baby story time. It's chocolate baby story time. One, two, three, and. It's chocolate baby story time. Um, the other day. We were getting ready to go somewhere, and in our little, like, when you walk into our home, we call it the mud room, but it's really just a hallway. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have this little bench that has, like, little doors that keep the shoes in or whatever. And um, Uzi, we couldn't, we can never find his shoes, because he'd be taking his shoes off any and everywhere. Anyways, he found a pair of Crocs, but they weren't a pair. They were just two Crocs from a different pair of shoes. I was trying to help him find matching shoes and I was on my hands and knees like digging into the shelf or whatever. And he had just put the two opposite like pairs of Crocs on. And as he was walking away, he says, good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) And then just walks out the door to go play in the backyard. And I was like, wow, he just really did leave me standing here or sitting here or here on my hands and knees yeah. trying to help him out yeah and just told me good luck with that like first of all where'd you get that phrase from but second of all the disrespect yeah it was very rude um i felt like a slave let me tell you something about these children man they be cussing <laughs> apparently they don't be cussing no like theo really just be saying it casually I don't know if they be cursing around their friends. He doesn't. But I think they be cursing around. They do not. Anyway, you love to hope that. They don't. You Don't be one of them parents that are blind, I'm not blind. to their children's mistakes. Definitely not blind. All right, because Theo said the S word twice. When did he say it again? The other morning when I said, hey, are you aware that you said this word? And he was like, I don't care if I said You remember that? Why did he say I don't care? Because I was trying to show him what we posted. Making sure he was okay with it, just in case he wanted he wanted to take it down. So that's why he said it. That's why he said I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, kids be cursing. Um, Parents be cursing, cussing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love being a dad. I'm so happy you love being a dad. Yeah. I love being your baby mama. Yeah, I love that too. You're a really good mom, man. You're such a good mom. Do you know that? You know you're a good mom, but, like, you're really good at it. Like It's really good to hear you say, because I've been meaning to have a conversation with you. About what? You heard my feelings the other day. About talking about your cooking? Talking about my motherhood. 
you didn't say all this, but I appreciate it. I know this is how you felt, so I chose not to have my feelings hurt longer than they needed to be hurt. Good for you. That's really good. That's wise. I'm trying. Yeah. Um, speaking of motherhood and fatherhood, it sounds like our wedding party is out there having babies. That's what I'm talking about. It's about time. <laughs> y'all are out here having babies because y'all is also out here trying to figure out what your relationships look like now that you have these said babies. Mm -hmm. And um, y'all have been writing in. We've gotten a couple of emails. And I don't know. Maybe we should just just jump right in. You want to jump right in, babe? Okay. Um, so on is this the Tuesday episode or a Thursday episode? This Thursday. Is Thursday. Thursday episode. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and jump in. All right. So, I'm going to have to zoom in because my eyes are getting worse. Yvette got new glasses, y'all. Every episode, go back and look at Just look at the <laughs> no. YouTube videos. You'll That's see new, every, different glasses every time. Is it? Is it true? Um, anywho. Dear Glenn and Yvette, any advice for first-time parents? Our baby is four months old. I'm still on maternity leave, and my husband works from home most days. I feel like we have not yet found a good balance in terms of sharing the responsibilities of caring for the baby, especially on evenings and weekends outside of my husband's work hours. It still feels like I do most of the caregiving. I'm exclusively breastfeeding, but I feel like outside of nursing, I don't have, I don't have to be the one doing most diaper changes, and play and entertaining the baby, getting him to sleep, etc. Also, we were married 22 months before our baby was born. Do you remember what it was like in those early days when Theo was born? How did you adjust? Any tips on sharing the load, finding time for each other, and carving out time for personal growth? <laughs> and then I look over and you look like that. Yeah. Uh Man, I do remember um, those first, like, just becoming a mother. It's hard. It's hard. It's yeah. like it's like you're in, like, love. You're in love, and you're, you're also just like, what in the world? How do I do this? <laughs> How is this um, is sustainable, the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, I don't know. What advice do you have, my love? I mean, for you, I guess, like, I'm trying to think about you with Theo. Mm -hmm. I remember Theo loved his father. Like, when you would leave or when you would come, he, remember? What but not at four months, though. Oh, four months old. Four okay. months was different. I mean, but he was less than a year old. Yeah. We yeah. were we were tight early. Yeah. But not at four months. Mm -hmm. Um Damn, that's a sweet time. Mm-hmm. I just keep thinking about it like oh laying him laying sleeping on my chest and mm -hmm. I okay, so I do remember early on for a father, uh, and it also depends on his perspective of parenting. Mm-hmm. Just cultural upbringing. Uh, it can tell you a lot about, you know, who does most of the child rearing, right? What he's seen. Um, a lot of times, fatherhood 
isn't activated until you can physically see what is what you need to be doing. Um, right? Like you can't like when the baby first comes out, it's like you want to be involved, but it's really nothing you can do. You're just kind of like a placeholder for mom, right? So like the first two, three, four weeks, you feel almost like you like expendable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not important. Um, and so I think that when it comes to a- after that, I think just, you know, communication is just going to be key for you guys. You know what I'm saying? Like you explaining and just saying, hey, like, you know, I feel like um, even though you may want to say I feel like you could be more involved and step your game up, right? Mm-hmm. You could just say, um, um, you know, how can I help you, um, you know, it uh, be more um, helpful with the baby? I actually remember having a conversation with a woman um, when we were, when we had like the you and Raya and she commented on the fact that you were so hands-on and active in the boy's life while they were little Mm. because she spoke about her own relationship and she was saying that, you know, like now that the kids are older and they're more active in sports and things like that, my husband is a lot more like active and hands-on and into things. But I do believe that there is that, that thing that comes into play where some men um, may not feel comfortable with such a tiny creature. Yeah. It's definitely like in the beginning, it, it does feel like you, like the baby's so small, like you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think that's an excuse. I'm just speaking from like experience. Like it's very hard to find your place. And then if there's any type of parent, not to say this is true or happening in the situation with this young lady here, but if there's any type of parental gatekeeping happening, it it could push the father further away. And one thing you might have to do is be like, I need a day off. I'm leaving. There's milk in the fridge. And in the freezer, here's all this stuff. I'll be back. And let him figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if he goes, wait, 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 what? Then you know you're going to have to be like, what's the problem? Mm-hmm. I got to go somewhere. I'm not ready. Okay, well, let's prepare you because in two weeks I'm going somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I need you to figure out how to do this, 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 and this. I'm going to start with going for an hour. I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? Um so what are some things that you remember doing when Theo was that young? What are some things I... Um, I was dumb. It's very stupid. What does that mean? Like, I was, like, thinking he would listen to me. Like, I would, I would yell at the baby. Hey! You know what I'm saying? Like, he'd be crying. Hey, shut up! I didn't say shut up, but it was like, hey! You remember that? No. Very stupid. Mm. I didn't tell the baby to shut up, but I was like, hey! Like, thinking that... Just because I was the dad, like I didn't really know my place or know what he understood. So I just wasn't smart. Like I didn't understand it was a four month old. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, but I do remember like I, I got really good at bouncing the baby, really good at swa- swaddling. You were really good at swaddling. Swaddling the baby, bouncing the baby in my, 
in my hands. Mm -hmm. um, finding a good position for him to fall asleep. Uh, changing diapers was fine. I don't. I, I do remember changing diapers, but I remember he was in childcare. We had him in daycare early. Yeah. Um, like around five months, he was in daycare because we went back to work. Mm-hmm. And that sucked. Yeah, it didn't last very long. It didn't last long. Um, no, he was in childcare for. But he had other. He had home. He had people like nannies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. but he wasn't like in a daycare. Right. For a long time, he right. was. We ended up doing the nanny route. Yeah, I just but, wasn't like I think men are like the first child. They just don't know what. what and if all they haven't possible. been around babies, right? Like that. Um. Okay, so do you remember what it was like in those early days when Theo was born? How did you adjust? Any tips on sharing the load, finding time for each other, and carving out time for personal growth? I don't know if there was a lot of intentional personal growth when we were in this phase of our parenthood journey. I think that um, we were just trying to survive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... And part of me feels like that might be okay. Like sometimes you just, you have to be, you just survive, you know, like we can't always be intentional about our personal growth and mental health in the way that society presents it just because it can be exhausting and you just gave birth to this baby and that was exhausting and it traumatized your body in a way that I don't think any of us are fully aware of completely. I think we have an idea, but we don't really have an idea. And it's not just something that it does to your body, but it also impacts our mental health and just how we think about ourselves. It's a lot. So I think that in this season of life, it's a, an abundance of grace for yourself, for your relationship, for your husband, for your child, all the things. Um, in carving out time for each other, I think, I don't know, I feel like we... Spent a lot of time probably binge watching TV, which is not necessarily. Um, I watched the whole Cosby show. <laughs> we watched Breaking Bad and like Sons of Anarchy. During right during Theo? Yeah. We oh. binged. That was the first time we actually binged during that time. Mm -hmm. And then um, I would say that I know men who literally are like, yeah, you know, when they start playing, like, sports and stuff like that, that's when I will like, be more involved. Mm -hmm. Like, some men, like, literally think that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, did you marry that guy? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, is that your husband? You know? Um, those are conversations I would have definitely had early on. So, you, you just talk about expectations. Mm -hmm. But if you're now just figuring that out, like, hey, man, this dude really doesn't expect to be involved for the first, like, year. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, that's You got to let him know, like, hey, like, that's not what this is. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and she says she, she's doing, because he's working, he works from home and she's doing all of the child rearing. Um, and it might be even worth it because I know that as women, like nursing the baby is a huge like bonding time. And that's probably depending on who you are and where you're at in your breastfeeding journey, um, that could probably be the most precious time that we get. It forces us to slow down, look at the baby, maybe even take some deep breaths and drink some glasses of water. 
Um, but it may be worth it to pump and allow him at least one feeding a day, you know, like allow him to have that moment with the baby where he has to just sit still and nurse the baby. Um, that could be one way to invite him in. I think also even saying, okay, like we're not going to be counting diapers or anything, but <laughs> when you come home from work, if that's like the one thing that you could help me with, that would be great. Um, I don't know who's preparing the meals or whatever, but maybe that's even another way either he can do that or he can be responsible for the baby while you prepare meals. Um, and then like during the evenings or whatever, you guys can find times to play board games. I feel like board games are just such a slept on mm -hmm. bonding thing. Way Unless your husband beats you all the time. I know that could be not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're not, just not good at Uno player. <laughs> just not good at it. Yeah. I think, too, that, like, just, just for understanding, too, there's so many different things happening here because this could be the introduction to his domestic life, right? He may, I don't know what your guys' lives was before this, how much he was caring for you. Like, before the kid even got here, mm. I was already trying to cookie vet meals mm -hmm. and, like, pamper in certain different ways. Like, I was trying to I was trying to do things. Mm -hmm. And so I just think he looks different, you mm -hmm. know, uh, depending on, like, if this is his first opportunity to really start to care for somebody else besides himself, then he might not, he might miss it, you know. And you might have to be very intentional, you know, and say, hey. When you get home from work, I'm off. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need, when you get home, you can get a half an hour to rest, change your clothes and shower. And then after that, I'm taking, like, I'm, I need you to take over the kid. Cause I would literally have to come home, like, take off my clothes at the door and shower. Remember that? Mm -hmm. I was so dusty yeah. from that place. And I would have to come home, take off my clothes, hop in the shower, and then take over the baby stuff. Mm hmm. And then, you know, Yvette would make dinner or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I would just be in there playing with the baby. Yeah. And then, like, middle of the night, sometimes if the baby could, couldn't go back to sleep, I'd stay up with the baby, you know. And I think at one point, didn't we have you sleeping on the side of the bed where the crib, crib was? was? That was your idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a good idea anymore just because two sleep-deprived parents kind of seems like a horrible idea. But it was the thought behind it was okay. If the baby wakes up, then you give the baby and bring the baby to me. Yeah, I shouldn't be that getting that. Not cool. I <laughs> was not cool. <laughs> wow. Okay. Glad to know how you feel about it now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd be sleeping because I sleep hard, and you'd be like, like poking me and trying to get me to get up, and I wouldn't get up. So you have to get up and walk all the way around. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think I think for understanding what you're saying, like I get it, mm -hmm. but it's it's like a very short season, so I wouldn't trip off of like not getting everything right as far as personal development mm -hmm. and like stuff like that. Um, I think right now all the attention goes to mom and baby. Mm -hmm. I think there might be some things off with where he's at. Um, just speaking from his side, because I only know your side of the story, but just speaking 
like I think there's some things missing. You what know do you what mean? Saying? What things are you talking about? Like he he may not understand like what he's needed for mm. or where his value is or you know, he could be like sexually deprived. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He may feel disconnected, unvalued, not not valued. You know what I mean? Um and then like you seem like you're doing a great job. Why you need me to do anything? Mm. You might have to just say it, you know, explicitly. Just say, like, yo, I need your help, you know, because I'm not getting in this email. I asked him to help and he will not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that is a really good point. I think what would be good for you to do is take some time to think about, okay, ideally, okay, here's all the things that I have going on. This is what would really help. Like, if he could step up in this way, this is what would really help. And then I'm not saying present him a list, but I'm saying present him a list of, okay, here are some things you don't think is a good idea. Well, okay, maybe I think, you don't think if I came to you with a list and I was like, hey, these are some pain points for me. A list? Listen, these are some pain points for me. Are there three things on this list you think you can handle? No. Or can we start with one this week and then you we choo- we add on another one next I, week. <laughs> I wouldn't bring a list. I would just say I need you to change diapers. Whenever you're here, change all the diapers. And that would just be one thing. So don't give options? No. See, you like to do that. And that's something that bothers me. Really? Yeah. The kids, I'll be like, why don't you take Anaya with you? And you'll be like, Anaya, you want to go? That's not what I asked you to do. <laughs> I didn't ask you to ask Anaya if she wanted well, to go. Well, you said why? I said take Anaya. You didn't say take Anaya. You said why don't you take Anaya? Yeah, but why'd you ask her what she wanted to do? You should have just took her. No, listen. You're tired. Me right now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm extremely tired. You shouldn't have <laughs> woke for that walk this morning. Because I'm beat. I'm like, I could fall asleep well, right now. Well, then you are out of shape. <laughs> I didn't mean it. No. I, need I a do kiss. not Touch want you to me. kiss Where me. Where are your strings? <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> give no, me no, no. Uh-uh. Give me love. I want you to feel that emptiness <laughs> right now. Right now, you feel like you deserve pressure on my lips. You're not getting it. You get nothing. <laughs> you get nothing. They you get me. that. <laughs> you get that, Babe, sir. Nah, I'm sorry. Homie. I'm out of shape, too. Girl, back up. We're we, out of shape together. Uh-uh. Okay, let's let our mics kiss. You are just such a jerk for that. I'm sorry. Thank you. We're tired. It doesn't mean we're out of shape. But that, that just means we're mean, tired. But that doesn't mean we need to stop taking walks. No, I'm just saying this morning for the podcast, we should be spunky and entertaining. <laughs> but we're both sitting here trying to stay awake. I am spunky and entertaining. <laughs> what were we saying? Um, no, you, I, don't, I said I don't, options. I don't think I don't think <laughs> options need to be the thing. No, Mm-mm. I think you said, hey. I can't do, I need you to do this. You can do this. You know how to do this. Do this for me, please. That gives a man a task. Okay. 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 So you said no options. But then I think another part of it is like, how do you encourage a man, a husband, a father to bond with his four month old child? What are some ways that he can practically do that? And is there a way that she can facilitate facilitate that for him? Because it seems like maybe he can't necessarily take the the lead on that or take the initiative on that because he is defaulting to her. It's not it's not her responsibility to facilitate that. It's his responsibility to see the need for his own facility his own facilitation. But what if he doesn't see that? What if he doesn't have a man? Is it all right for her to say that to him? No. Because the, the point the point isn't that he needs to she needs to facilitate opportunities for them to bond because that is 
like a goal of hers. Mm-hmm. And he should want to bond with his own child, but he doesn't have that desire yet. Maybe because he doesn't know he's needed. Mm-hmm. So if he takes, if you say, hey, here's a task, maybe you'll bond through this task. I don't care. Here's a task I need you to do. Hey, baby's tired. Baby likes to drive around. Go put the baby in the car seat and drive for an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you go. Go take the baby for a walk. I need a moment. Mm-hmm. You can bond on a walk. Oh, that's true. That's a good idea. You know idea. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so, but if you go, uh, that is you putting your own, um, like, how you want their relationship to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, trying to, like, oh, I want them to look like this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to help them get this relationship going. And then what happens when he's 12 and they're not connecting? Are you going to facilitate it then? Mm. Or 20? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no, I need you to do Z, X, Y, Z. So if you give me a list and you say, here are all the things. Can you show me one thing you can do? That makes me feel like here's all the ways I'm failing. Pick one loser. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, okay. But that's not what you meant. That's not what I meant. At You're all. just trying to make it easy for me. Yeah. By I'm, giving me a bunch of options, options. Which doesn't give me options. It whelms you. It shows it me where I'm feel... not doing well. Okay. So just tell me what you need me to do. Change the diaper, take the baby for a walk every day. Cool, I can do that. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Like go for a walk. Let me shower in peace and yeah. yeah. Just give me a moment to. Now she's not just asking for like I get I think yes she's asking for how do we share the responsibilities of caring for this child but she's also saying what are some tips on finding time for each other now I think when we um, first had Theo we had a we had so many people. <laughs> you yeah, know but what we I just mean? still didn't go anywhere. Oh, we couldn't afford to go. Nowhere. We couldn't necessarily afford to go anywhere, but we always did have like childcare. Available to us. And I think that was because we were in the season where I think we were among the first to have children in our community. So other people didn't have their own kids to worry about. Our parents were young and thriving and we had good relationships with them. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. you know, like we had we had child care available to us. So I think it would be great for you guys to lean in on that. Like who are some single people in your community that you trust with your baby who or not single we watch Deborah and Christian can all the time yeah or even just some people who just don't have kids you know um or who do have kids you know like yeah. our kids would be great we would be great babysitters even still now with a little baby that would mm. be fun um so yeah you know just lean in on the community and just be willing I think it does get hard when it is a um, four-month-old who is exclusively breastfeeding. I think it could be like if the baby is finally on a schedule where they can go two hours without nursing, then get to the person's house, nurse the baby, leave, go get a meal together, go for a walk, do something together, and be back within two-hour span. It's not a lot of time, but it's some time. Yeah, you got to get that baby off the nipple all the time. That baby has to get some type of um Just one time. Some people just have preferences. Some people have preferences. But we're talking about, like, you have a lot of goals for this preference. <laughs> you want to grow personally. You want to yeah. connect with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. one time a day, just, and that was very difficult. I remember having a hard time getting Theo, Anaya, everybody, all their babies on a, mm-hmm. actually, Rye would eat anything. <laughs> Rye was on the the he still bottle. Left. You left and went to work. Oh, yeah, I, I, I would had have the to bo- pump. I had the bottle by myself. I was pumping in the classrooms. Three still- months, he had the bottle only. She left and went to work, and I was a stay-at-home dad, and I had to just figure it out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I was about to say something. I forget. All right. Well, we do like we feel like there have been a few emails. I'm going to go into another one. I don't know how much time we have. We, we're 10 minutes behind. So this is only 25 minutes. Um, here is a another email from a new parent. Um, I love your podcast so much. Thank you for all that you do. I am a 27 year old married mother of two of a two year old and two month old. This stage of motherhood is hard, particularly when it comes to being intimate with my husband. Can you please give some advice on how sleep-deprived working mothers can maintain a better connection with their spouses? I know sex and intimacy is very important in marriage, but honestly, I'm too stressed, too tired, and overstimulated by these kids. My husband's love language is physical touch, and I feel so bad with the combination of motherhood and not being a touchy person. I don't think I'm showing up for him in a way that he needs me to show up. Thank you all again. I really want to like spend some time talking about this whole concept of being overstimulated by our children because mm -hmm. I'm realizing that this is a thing for me in my current season of motherhood and Lord have mercification. Um, you sound very similar to me. Theo was what, 17 months and Raya, when Raya was born, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I went back to work um, a few months after Raya, maybe two and a half months after Raya was born. And uh, Sex yeah. Sex was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it, it's rough. And I mean, your baby is two months old, so you're barely able to even have sex again, I'm sure. Um, and even like having sex after having a baby can be. It's only six weeks. Yeah. Six to eight, depending on what kind of birth they had. Um, but like just even going back to having, to being intimate with your spouse, it can be like very anxiety driven. Like yeah, it's hard. it was always like, oh man, here we go again. It's going to be tough when we were getting back into it because yeah. it just was like so scary. Yeah. And it was like, even though it was only six weeks, you waited till like eight, 10, nine, you prolonged that thing. That's his memory of it all. Okay. Um, yeah, it's rough. <laughs> I don't know if there is any advice. I think it's one of those things where I wonder how it is when you get into it, you know, get into what? Like to sex, because for me, like even when I'm tired, yeah, when it starts to happen, I'm kind of like, hey, I'm here now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I have no advice. Your, I guess this is my your place, on though. button is very sensitive. Like if you just rush past it, it'll turn on. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. So, <laughs> um, as far as these people are concerned. I think people are different and it's really hard to say sleep, how sleep deprived working mothers can maintain a better connection with their spouses. I know like my first inclination is like, you're going to be tired, girl. You're going to be tired. Yeah. But the other part of it is like, there's also, what is it called? Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Like there's supplements you can take to try to help um, 
Mm-hmm. But I don't want to make it like a thing where it's like, oh, you should start eating better and exercising and yeah, cause it's, prioritizing your mental health. It's more health. stressful. Yeah, because then it's another checklist of things you got to do. And you're like, well, damn it, I'm doing all the things already. I don't have time for all this. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I dare to say it's a season we're in, y'all. It's a season we're in. Yeah, it's so difficult, man, when you start having kids because it's cute, Right. Like it looks cute. Mm-hmm. It's fun being out and it's great growth internally mm-hmm. and dying to self. Mm-hmm. But it is hard. It's hard. It is extremely hard. Like, you know, you just never really understand what emotional fatigue is mm-hmm. until you have nothing left and you have to give more. Yeah. And when you go to sleep, it feels like nothing. And you wake up and you're like, that's all I got? You know what I'm saying? And you just, you muster, you just figure it out. And you learn to operate on this like, um, what do they call it? It's like a... Um, what is it? When it was it when low power mode on your oh, phone? On your phone. <laughs> yeah, you just operate in low power mode, man. I'm telling you, man, it was nights when I would be working on the album. Yvette would be, no, oh, what that? Yeah, like I would be working on videos all night or working on the album. And then I'd go to sleep at like four in the morning and wake up at six. Or going to mm. sleep at two in the morning, wake up at six and then have to do it all. And I'd make faffles for the kids. <laughs> Yogurt, I'd put Raya in a little cage next to me so he couldn't fall. <laughs> and I'd turn on Sesame Street and go right back to sleep. Mm-hmm. You would. Yeah. And you then, sure did do that. And then Theo would like, he would have to go potty or whatever. And I, I I got tired of like taking off his pants and putting his onesie on underneath. So I just put his onesie on over his pants. <laughs> like it just was so... And it's like, it, it has to work for you, mm-hmm. sis. Like, it doesn't have to work for how everyone else makes it look. Yeah. Right? Uh, how social media makes it look or how an influencer makes it feel or whatever. It is how what you say it is when you say it is. Mm-hmm. It is what it is for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, when you even when you ask us, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be tired. And I think it's just, important for you to just be openly communicating and say, hey, my intention is not to deprive you of physical touch or affection, but right now I don't know how to, right? Just communication. I have a question for you. Okay. Um, sorry. Yeah, you're way like here. way away. My head is killing me. I'm so sorry. Um, so I have a question. Your Your love language is also physical touch, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so does physical touch always look like sex? No, I really love my head rubbed. Mm. Um, I love my neck rubbed. Um, and I rub my own neck. It's not like anybody else is doing it. I'm just, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I can rub your neck. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Exactly. <laughs> just, <laughs> she tried to choke I, me. Y'all. I did For not. For those of y'all listening, she tried to choke me. I did me. not. Uh, yeah, like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very simple. 
Okay, because I'm just like, I feel like so much, much of the time we think, okay, oh, his love language is physical touch or her love language is physical touch. That means I need to have sex with her. And we think of intimacy as sex, but I think there are other ways to be intimate and to get the physical touch. It doesn't have to be sex all the time. I do believe that one way to help with this though, I think another way to deal with this particular issue of sex in general is to schedule it. In the premarital course, we talk about sex and intimacy and scheduling sex is a very important. Am I, am I selling it? Well, go ahead, baby. Take it away. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm tired. No, see, shut up. So sorry. I love you. Oh yeah. Can I kiss you please? Sorry. So, <laughs> so Yikes. yeah, we we talk about communicating about sex all the time, mm-hmm. right? And in a premarital advantage, we do do that. Mm-hmm. Premarital advantage is our e course that is really us being a mentor couple for you, right? Digitally, I think a lot of people go through uh, premarital counseling, um, and they do like this whole uh, experience, and sometimes. Because there's a counselor there, they don't really get into the nitty gritty of these questions. So as you're watching the premarital uh, advantage, which is our $250 uh, e-course, you can be walking through this within your workbook that we have already done for you um, and asking these and having these asking tough questions and having tough conversations, which is super important before you get married, before you even get in a relationship with someone to know where they're going, to know where they're coming from, to know what they're like, because all this stuff kind of comes up out of nowhere. And sometimes our feelings, our relationships, our infatuation, the looks, you know, um, all that stuff can get in the way. For instance, we talk a lot about, what's that analogy I said about allergies? (laughs) Remember in the (laughs) e-course? Yeah, so we talk a lot about you know, for getting to the root of issues, getting to the root of problems. And sometimes when you're talking to someone and you're dealing with uh, a problem that is on the the outside of, of the situation, like right now y- Yvette is over there blowing her nose because she's having a, <laughs> a large reaction to some Oreo, cook- Oreo cookies, which is a bad decision. But that wasn't the real problem. You know what I'm saying? The, the Oreo cookies isn't the real problem. You know what I'm saying? The fact that she can't control what she eats, that's the real problem. And it's showing up in the form of sneezing currently. And so we talked about conflict resolution in the e-course and a lot of great things. So make sure you guys pick up the e-course. $250, y'all. That's easy. And you have it forever. So that means if this relationship don't work out, you got it for the next one. <laughs> yeah, um, But yeah, babe. You got another email? Yes. I'm sorry. Um, I think, yeah, the sex thing is, is important. Make sure that you guys are working hard at communicating. Even if you're not, even if you know it's something he wants, communicate it. It's just, it's, it's just, it's only right. What? What did you just say? I was just saying it's only right to communicate. Even though if it's something that he know that you know he wants, but you're not doing it or whatever, just communicate that, you know, your intention is not to deprive him. Oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I do think that, like, just like you know you have to go to work from 9 to 5, you know, Monday through Friday, you know you have to show up to those things. You show up to those things. If you have other doctor's appointments or different things like that, 
you show up to those things. So I think the thing about scheduling sex is that it makes it um, less of a chore and yeah. What? (laughs) I think I chose the wrong word. Less of a chore. I feel like when you schedule it and it's something that you, you're you looking for, you can kind of look forward to it, you know? Like there's the foreplay when you know it's supposed to happen that day or whatever. You you pick out your fancy pajamas and make sure those are clean and you wear those, you know? You, you, <laughs> you, you, you entice each other in certain ways. I don't know, y'all. Anywho, um, how married are you, my love? I'm so married that I noticed that you got your nails done and your eyebrows done. When did you do that? Do you not watch my stories? Mm-mm, I didn't see this one. Oh. When did you do that? Yesterday. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that. I was looking at you. I was like, those look fresh. Mm-hmm. I was looking. And I was like, yeah, that all looks fresh to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, my love. Mm-hmm. How married are you, babe? I'm so married that this morning I stopped myself from smacking you to go get the dog when she was barking to be let out. I was like, he don't hear that? Because <laughs> I had been up all night with your youngest child and I didn't feel like getting up to go let the dog out. But instead of going, hey, go get Lily, I said, you know what? He sounds like he's sound asleep. Let me go. <laughs> Let that dog out. And, and that's, that's just how married, married we are. are.